Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thursday, Amy. Good Thursday, Kirst. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We've swapped roles in the last um, couple of days. I am now back into term two, three. What are we in? Term two. Two. <laughs> and you don't are now on holidays. The, don't wish the world, the year away completely, Amy. <laughs> so, how's holidays started for you? Yeah, good. The kids are finally today got their creativity on. They needed a lot of entertainment in the last couple of days and didn't, because every day is bleeding into one. So they yes, didn't it is. quite get the concept that it's school holidays because <laughs> um, Simon took the last two days off as well. So he, um, yeah, but now he's back to work and we're, and I said, oh, I'm back to work too. They're like, why aren't you playing with us? And I was like, because I'm back at work. <laughs> and they're like but it's school holidays and I was like yes I still have a business to run though so you guys can go entertain yourselves and I will be finished after Amy wakes up and after we get some podcasts done <laughs> I'm glad that they're getting their creative on there's nothing quite like seeing your kids get creative and entertain themselves that's one of my favorite things of boredom is that creativity that's um, so often born out of those I'm bored moments. Yes. There's been lots and lots of piano learning here in the Frugia house and some Monopoly games that have not gone so well. Oh, dear. And now they're on to entertaining themselves. So we'll see how long that lasts for. We've been playing Monopoly <laughs> nearly every day. And we had a game the other day that lasted like three and a half, four hours. And we, I don't know if I, I don't think I said this on the podcast already, but we ran out of 500s, like as in, it was just Elijah and I left in at the end and we were just rolling in money and we had hotels all over the board and it was fairly even. So we just kept making money. We ran out of 500s in the bank. We ran out of 100s in the bank. And in the last roll, we ran out of 50s in the bank. Yeah. Did you just call it a truce then? Oh, No. Goodness, do you not know how competitive the Ravels are? There was no choice to be called. We would but how do you win in weeks. that situation? Yeah, how do you win in that, that situation, though, when you're both even? Well, in the end, he land, I had Mayfair and Park Lane with hotels, and it was kind of back and forth. I'd land on one of his, he'd land on one of mine. We were just, like, passing 1,000, 1,500 back and forth, and then he landed on Mayfair enough that it took a dint out of what mm. he was doing. Um, and then eventually I won. Okay. Because, yes, we're in a stalemate at the moment because Oliver doesn't want to play um, because Emily's got Mayfair and Park Lane and I've got really poor houses. So I'm just waiting until I want to get back and play so that she can just hurry up and win. Because our normal games go for that long, like three or four hours. But this oh. one's been carrying on for days because we both we all get sick of it and need to stop. But then we, Emily doesn't want to give up the game because she's 
winning. <laughs> Fair enough. Nobody wants to give up when they're winning. Um, we last night played a game and we called it the fast game. So we basically rolled and exchanged money and did all the things like as quick as we could. And it was only 30 minutes and a larger one. So that was a bit of a family record and fun because you can go, oh, between dinner and a meeting I had at 8 o'clock, we played a game of Monopoly. Yeah. No. Simon hates us playing Monopoly because there's always tears and always like, it's not fair, you've got all the good houses. Or, uh, like, yeah. yeah, my kids are a so bit he, less he wanted to ban games. Monopoly. Mm, no, we, we don't tend to have that too much actually ever when it comes to games because they just love playing games so much. They'll, they'll take a loss if it means that someone will play with them again. <laughs> mm, we've not also so been. We've also been playing what we call the chocolate edition of Monopoly. So if anyone's looking for a little bit of a twist to play on a board game. So what we've done is we've got quite a few Easter eggs left over from Christmas that we'd bought for all my nieces and nephews. Christmas, really? Oh, gosh. See, I told you the year's rolling into one. (laughs) We've got Easter eggs left from Easter that we bought for my nieces and nephews, but because we can't see them. Um, we had a family group chat and decided we were all going to eat the eggs that we bought for each other because it would kind of work out in the end. But we had a lot. Like I think we had 15 Easter eggs that we'd bought for cousins and family. So we're progressively eating them, but how we're doing it is for each game of Monopoly, we get one egg. And so we smash it up so it's all in shards. And the rule is that if you land on free parking – you get one piece of chocolate and you can pick whichever piece you want. So clearly the biggest pieces go first and that's kind of the bonus of free parking. And then whoever wins the game at the end gets whatever's left in the little thing of chocolate. Awesome. Yeah. It's been really fun fun. game. Yeah. So maybe you could play that if you're playing skip bow or risk, you know, you can be creative on how you, if you, you know, need that little bit more incentive and you want to, cause it takes us, you know, two hours to eat one egg and it's a fantastic way for us to do that Mm. and we've pretty much just done we could just call this episode monopoly and be done with it okay (laughs) (laughs) but what really do we want to talk about when it comes to decluttering I don't know. What are we doing today? I've forgotten already. sidetracked by Monopoly. You're the best. We are talking about decluttering your makeup. Oh, that's right. Makeup. Cool. <laughs> so what tips would you have for someone um, who is a makeup wearer in this time of ISO, whether or not you are going to work, it's a good chance to do some decluttering of your makeup. Yeah. Well, I would recommend going through and if you are a regular makeup wearer, then you should know which ones are your favorite and what ones you're not, you haven't used in ages and just make an assessment like, yes, you might wear it one day, but could you just reuse like could you just use other colors or other palettes instead like do you actually need to keep it for one day um particularly um as makeup doesn't last forever you know most products have got a six month um use by date so considering that we've been in iso for a month now uh do you foresee in the future that you might use that uh, peach coloured palette. Maybe, maybe not. So yeah, just <laughs> encourage you to get in there and have a look at stuff that's older than six months that you've had open for more than six months or have a look at their use by dates on the packet and see what um, what you are using and what you're not so keen on. Or, you know, when you buy makeup, maybe you don't, Amy, because you don't wear 
that much like me, but sometimes you buy it and you think you're going to wear it. And then when you go to use it, you realize that you don't like it or it yeah. doesn't look good on your skin. Usually so, yeah, the reason I get rid of those ones. Yes. The reason I do that is because I think I'm cooler than I am. And so I like buy a palette that I think's a bit um, edgy and then I get it home and I'm like, well, who am I kidding? Like I'm a, I'm a mum who doesn't even wear makeup. I am not going to wear like purple eyeliner. And then I go back to my charcoal <laughs> every time. Yeah. So just to put it out there, disclaimer, we should have done this at the start, but neither of us are <laughs> we don't wear makeup it. wearers. <laughs> no. Oh, I wear it every day. Just not very much, just mascara and that's it. <laughs> yeah, so I wear eyeliner and eyeshadow most days. Um, not if I'm not leaving the house. Like I'm not, I don't have to have a face on for my family. <laughs> so I so I haven't, I oh, know I have. I've put eyeliner on a couple of times if I'm doing a Zoom call because it makes me look a little less dead and a little more interested in what's going on. But um, yes, we are not full face makeup wearers, <laughs> even at the best of times. Like if we're doing a photo shoot, or we're doing maybe a, a like a workshop or something. We might put a bit of makeup on, but that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. And our, look, I think it has a lot to do with our mums. Like neither of our mums wear much makeup. Yeah, and I think we're also both very low maintenance people. Girls. Yes, yes. Like, so, which is. You know, I don't think Simon quite appreciates how lucky he is and how much money he's saved by marrying a low-maintenance chick. (laughs) (laughs) I think Cal fully does appreciate it because when he hears other people that are getting their nails done or getting their, I don't know, like their beautician things done, their eyebrows done, their facials done, the massages, the hair colourings, he's like, oh, wow, you... You really don't cost, not that, that sounds terrible, you don't cost much, but like you don't spend a lot of money on that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, I think Simon doesn't hang around with enough people to appreciate yes. the luck of or the unluckiness, if, if that's how he chooses. <laughs> I think sometimes he wishes I was a little bit more caring. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We choose to spend our money instead on tea. Yes. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So when it comes to makeup, one of the suggestions I would have is to get all of your makeup together. I think that when I've been working with clients, particularly when we did the IKEA um, campaign, I did a lot of bathrooms. It just so happened that Melbourne ended up with a lot of bathrooms on our campaign list. And what I found is that a lot of people had makeup in multiple spots. So they'd have stuff that was on the bench, so their everyday grab and use They had stuff that was in a drawer or in the cupboard that was like, oh, I might use that one day or I have used that in the past. There was often a like a makeup bag that was either in their work bag or in the car or, you know, in the kitchen somewhere else that they would grab and go. 
Um, and then often there was makeup in other little spots, like in the bedside table or in the other bathroom, in the ensuite. So I think a really good way to do it, as with all decluttering, is get everything together so you've got like with like. And then have a look, how many lipsticks do you have? You can separate out your mascaras and your eyeliners and your foundations. And they're kind of the only things I know to name. There's probably other <laughs> makeup items. <laughs> oh, this is going to be another laugh, laugh yeah. out loud episode for our listeners. <laughs> yes, I've had to, I'm sure you have, Kirst, too, had to ask clients many times when doing makeup. So what's this? What do you use this for? <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I have no idea. I don't wear it. My mum doesn't wear it. None of my sisters are makeup wearers. Like it just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know some of these products. Uh, I think I know all the products, a lot of the products, maybe not all of them, but I know lots of products. I just choose not to use them yeah. on my face. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. But so good th- advice grabbing it, getting it all together. Yes. And so what's the best way to get rid of makeup curse? Are we donating it? Um, is there a way to recycle it? Or is makeup really something that just goes in the bin? If it's opened, it probably needs to go in the bin. Mm-hmm. Um, if I agree. It, if it is unopened, then it can be donated um, or passed on to kids for play makeup. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm not sure about donating it like specific, to a specific place. I think if you're doing a share the dignity bag, you could pop some unopened makeup in. But importantly, I wouldn't put in anything that's over two years old and I wouldn't put in anything that has the seal broken on it because no one's going to accept that. That's unhygienic. Yes. So um, the other thing is I've heard people say, you know, pass it to the kids or use it for painting. But sometimes you can end up, and we were talking about this cast earlier in the week, just the two of us. Oh, no, actually it was on our Head, Heart and Home coaching call that sometimes you can keep things because they have a potential use, but then it actually just adds mental clutter and mental overwhelm and opens a whole new tab of, oh, I really should get out the paintbrushes, encourage my children to paint with my old eyeshadow. So sometimes it's better just to go, no, I'm not going to use it. I'll be more intentional next time. I'm not going to buy things that I don't need and just put it in the bin. Yep. We have had a whole episode on makeup as well, which I'll reference in the show notes so people can go back and listen to um, that episode as well. Excellent. I've got an email that I just wanted to um, shout out to from Jacinta. We've been getting so many lovely emails about ISO podcasts, which is just you know, makes her hearts sing. Um, it says, good evening, ladies. I just wanted to say how much I'm enjoying your ISO podcast. I listen every morning while on the treadmill. It makes it so much more enjoyable. So thank you, Jacinta. We hope that um, maybe listening to us means that some of the calories you're burning <clears throat> might, um, you know, come over and make their way to your podcast hosts. I'm sure that's an economy that needs building at the moment is sharing of calories <laughs> yeah that would be so awesome if that could happen wouldn't imagine, it be imagine I know right I did imagine that's where my head started going I was like <laughs> oh my goodness and then I thought no Amy just just do your own thing <laughs> <laughs> Kess do you have something that you're grateful for today I am I've got lots that I'm grateful for <laughs> Um, one thing that I am grateful for is yesterday, Emily and I did a 
nailed it, Bake Off, Sugar Rush uh, competition <laughs> with our neighbours. So um, we, the girls had decided that they wanted to bake a cake and so we, well, I think Karen came up with the idea of doing a Nailed It episode. So they chose a cake to cook and we both and all four, two families, cooked it via FaceTime. And um, so, but it wasn't quite Nailed It because they came off much better than Nailed It. We, we gave ourselves enough <laughs> they did time. They pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, they weren't epic fails like Nailed It. That's why I'm kind of like, it's more like Sugar Rush or um, mm. um, Bake Off. Um, it was super fun and, um, yeah, so that was that's what I'm grateful for. Not so grateful for the um, calories it's put on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's all worth it. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> It's worth it for Emily. No, no one's was, forcing you to it eat it. It's fun to do, but now the cake's tempting me by sitting yes. there. Yes. Yum, 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 yum. Yes. What I'm grateful yes. for is yeah. that I feel like in terms of parenting, so most people know my children are fairly independent. Uh, I've never made a school lunch. I don't strip and make their beds for them. They do that. They do the washing. They tidy their rooms. They put their washing away. Like they're, they're fairly independent kids. Um And they're kind of okay with that. Like we don't hear a lot of complaints about, you know, the the responsibilities and things they have around the house. Sometimes we hear the complaint of I don't want to do it now, let me do it in my own time. I think that's pretty normal. Um, But I am very grateful for 12 and 13-year-old boys that are taking homeschooling or schooling from home, whatever you're going to call it, they're taking it in their stride and they're very independent. Like I'm loving that they're scheduling their own lunch breaks and then they're going and making their own lunch. I did say to them at the start, the school has said they'd prefer you didn't do screens in your lunch breaks and recess breaks, which they didn't say. But I just like was trying to not end up being, oh, look, it's lunchtime. I'm going to play Clash Royale for an hour. And they are just being amazing. It's only day two, but I'm just so grateful for the independence that seems to be paying off all those years of you know, doing the hard yard seems to be coming into fruition now where Cal and I can both work in our offices. They come every now and again and like, oh, I've forgotten the password for this and they're, that's it. We don't really see them. They're very, very independent and I am grateful. Yes. Very, very grateful. And so you should be. Yes. <laughs> um, so we would also be grateful if you jumped into Apple Podcasts and rated and reviewed our podcast. Um, I always feel bad because I'm not an Apple user, so I don't actually have, like I can't use my phone to rate and review another podcast. I have to go into my computer, open iTunes and leave it that way. But if you are using your um, iOS device to listen to our podcast, could today be the day that you rate and review? It helps other people to find our podcast. We will have some exciting news to share with you probably tomorrow about the podcast, Um, but your rate and review will help us to reach more people. So please, please, please. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. Uh, It took me a while. I was like, what could she be talking about that I don't know what surprise it is that she's talking about? (laughs) Isn't the best type of surprises for a podcast when one host just pulls (laughs) something on the other? (laughs) Yeah, like her inability to do a handstand. (laughs) Oh, that was so funny. Cal was really concerned because he saw the post and he's like, Amy, people are going to think you actually did it. I'm like, no, they're like, if they do, babe, like I'm clearly 
telling people, have a closer look. Like, why was Kirsty suspicious? He was yes. really worried that I was misleading people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. Few people believed not. I could actually do it. <laughs> yes. And lots of people, lots of people congratulated you, but also lots of people were sus. Yes, as they should be. <laughs> Whereas my piano playing is coming along. I'm just trying to figure out which song to record for you all. Oh, so and good. To, yes. I'm so we'll excited see. about that. It's not even funny. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm super excited. Oliver has like so excited. He He's like doing hours of practice every day. Oh. And he went from, he's always, he's had a, always had a good ear for music. He can he sing has, really yeah. well. He he's always loved hopping on a piano or whatever. So he has taught himself how to play Changes by Justin Bieber, but he was only playing it with two fingers. And so now with doing this um, app on the on the iPad with the piano with the keyboard, he's now taught himself how to use all his fingers. And he's playing chords, and he's like, it's just. Lovely. Now to get him that enthusiastic about his trombone is the next step. Oh, do you want a trombone? We have a trombone. Uh, we've, got to, we've got to sell ours and I'm lazy and I keep putting it off and thinking, well, everyone's in ISO. Who wants to buy a trombone in ISO? <laughs> Some people would. I don't know. I really do have to get onto it though. It's all been cleaned and serviced and it's sitting there ready to go. Well, that is your challenge for the rest of the week. Oh, okay. Right. Just I'll put do it on. It. You can always take it down if there's no. True that. If there's no bites at that fish. True. True, true, true. All right. I'll put it on my yeah. list. But you never know. People might be like, oh, it's probably the best time or one of the best times. I think February is the best time. Yes, that's <laughs> when I had intended on doing it. <laughs> Didn't quite get around to it, yes. but I have listed about $800 worth of Lego online. So I'll keep you updated to how that's selling too. Yes, please do, because I've been contemplating whether or not that's worth our, my, our time to well, we find sold, all the pieces. Yes. It, well, it's probably worth your children's time to find all the pieces, but um, we had like $200 sell in the first 20 minutes. So the kids were pretty excited about that. Mm. I have been meaning to talk to Oliver about whether or not he's willing to sell some kits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll the, let's talk. We'll talk Lego maybe tomorrow's episode because um, I'm aware of the time and that we are trying not to go over twenty minutes for these episodes. <laughs> Sometimes relatively unsuccessfully, but that is okay. Yes. All right. We will see you tomorrow, people. See you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. 